Good evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast. Proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And our mates over at, uh, almost said Supercoach again, over at Elite Breaks. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook and EliteCards.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back. Okay, I don't know if we've recovered after yesterday's uh, installment of the Mighty Bombers. Barrage. So today we might keep it a little shorter. But uh, today we'll review Frio. But before we do that, where can we find listeners on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elite. I've just got some ice in my mouth, Bombs. This is making things a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, Frio here today, mate. It's an uh, interesting team. They've got a little bit going on. Well, I think there's enough there. I think there's enough going on to... Certainly to have a discussion anyway about a couple of players, that's for sure. Yeah. Let's kick straight off into it. Let's not muck around like we did yesterday. Let's go with the yeah. cows, my friend. Yeah, I know that... I mean, I know your research is very limited, Corey, so I'll let you have Will Brody because I've found another one, Corey. Yeah, I thought Fisher McCasey was relevant. Well, let me tell you someone who's a walk-up, best 22 start for his team, but unfortunately he's only played one game in uh, the last two years, and it was round one last year. Do you know who it is? Uh, no. He's a premiership player. This is like a little installment of Who Am I? He's a premiership right. player. Joel Hamlin. Joel Hamlin? There you go. What's he worth? 230, Corey. Oh, there you or go. Or 230. That's yeah, 230. Yeah. yeah. One game last year for 72. Didn't play in 2020, averaged 63 in 2019, and averaged 71 in 2018. Injury, clearly again, which seems to be the uh, the hesitancy with, with a lot of players we end up talking about at this price bracket because you know a lot of them have got a history of not playing games, don't they? But fit and firing, he's a walk-up in their 22. He's, you know, the right age. You know, he's probably mid-20s now. 28, yeah, our age, yeah. 28, fucking yeah. even better, Corey. Look at that. He's in the prime of his life. Um, and you know what? Wouldn't surprise me if he can just knock out a 65, 70 average. Because I think we need to be smart with our rookie selections. We need best 22 guys. We need guys that will get games. But, you know, we obviously need to factor in and balance it up between injury, uh, injury risk and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, particularly with, you know, if you look at world sport, Corey, everything that's kind of going on with COVID players missing, you know, you know it's, it's going to hit the AFL. And we, we've all kind of accepted that. So um might be a little tougher, but he's the guy. He is the guy, I reckon. It's it's a pretty good one. I didn't even have a look at this. Just doing a little bit of uh, kind of Google scrolling as we're going on. It's fun. It was an ACL last year, I reckon, wasn't it? Uh, normally he did two ACLs. Like probably assume so. Yeah, I think he was out the entire year before and, and last year. He might have even done back-to-back ACLs. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's 100% As true. of last week, he was still in rehab, though. So really? Thing, yeah, you'd assume it's kind of the back end of the rehab group. Because there are pitches who are training and kicking the ball around that. So, couldn't be Corey, too bad. My do not touch for Fremantle Dockers. Joel Henley. <laughs> Yeah, was not point. aware he was uh, he was still in the rehab group. Because well, I, I would have thought. Well, to... look, he probably would have been. Because if he'd done it in round one, it's usually a 10, 11 month stint, isn't it? Yeah, I was just clicking on that article and let me go into it. Uh, look, um, freaking hell. Uh, coach 
If he plays in the practice game and he lines up round one, he, he's under consideration, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Freeman will expect injury curse key defenders Hamley and Alex Pierce to play in round one next season. Oh, when was this from? There you go. Uh, this is from the 17th of December. Ah, wine, Corey. Yeah. You know what? Let's call that easy dubs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the guy. Currently not in my team, and those that are in the uh, Patreon, Corey, they've seen my team. They've seen what it looked like prior to all these little podcasts we're doing, and I'm going to send one out after we finish the podcast. There's no doubt it'll be probably tailored towards, you know, the back-end teams. (laughs) 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 All the doggies and the coasters are in there. You've got fucking... Yeah, it does tend to shift as I end up talking myself into plays as I I produce some content on here, Corey. But... um, yeah, just another one in that two hundred thousand dollar bracket. We had seventeen thousand of them. Yeah. That, that should be worth consideration. Um, and mine's obviously Will Brody bombs. I mean, you get the mid forward, you get a player that's coming across and probably going to go straight into that midfield with Cherry going out. I'm a big Will Brody fan. I've loved him for years. I know you have too. Actually, you're a fan yeah. of Will Brody <laughs> over at Gold Coast, and I think he's going to, you know, fresh setting, you know, fresh set of wheels, fresh coach. Um, all reports are pretty happy with how he's going on track at the moment too. And I think this is the beautiful thing about Frio is you've got players like Nat Five who can very unselfishly go play up forward and you know, I'm sure he's going to get a mention in a couple of uh, sections a little bit da- uh, later down the track. Um, but they've got a lot of role players who just go in there, do their role, do their thing um, through that midfield. And I think other than Brayshaw, who I'm kind of expecting to take the next step this year, um, Brayshaw and Sarong. I think Will Brady's going to kind of play that feasible role for both of them too. So I'm expecting good things from Will Brady, and I reckon that he will take us to around that 450 price tag um, and be a very, very handy forward um, to begin the season. Yep. I use him in my team. It has been since day one, and, and a lot of it would be around that trade hype. So let's uh, let's hope he's there round one. And But, you know, sometimes I feel like these players that I think particularly the fantasy community, right, that, you know, high draft picks, they show a lot of potential in terms of fantasy points, all this kind of stuff, right? And then they don't get games. Yeah, why is this happening? Why is this happening? They end up in another club. Sometimes they, they just, the same shit happens at a different club. And then you start then to realise, well, fuck, maybe it's actually the player, not the club. And I feel like there's a little bit of smoke around Will Brody, to be honest. Uh, that that could be the situation with him. Yeah. So he's in there because I'm not going to risk not having him because if he's there as a contested player, all that he should get us you know 70 plus average on the season quite comfortably. So um, I'm more than happy to kind of take that risk on him. And he doesn't really have that injury history to suggest that he can't string together games. It's always been a form thing for him. Um, so I'm not going to be foolish enough not to start him. But I'm not going to be surprised at all if if this year is almost the Paddy Dale selection of last year, we were all just a little bit let down. Um, he did, tra- has been training with that midfield group, so that's uh, pretty pretty handy too. And another oh, one is... Where else are you going to trade? Yeah, their pick yeah. 10, Neil Aramis. Just put, you know, put a little little mark next to that. He will play some football this year too. They will bleed uh, young Neil. He will get a game as well. So I'll tell you what, Corey, I might give him a little bit of a miss. <laughs> you get it, Corey? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, that's how his name is spelt for the uneducated folk out there, Corey. And let's face it, we're not speaking to anyone that's actually educated on this M- program. Near or miss. Fuck me dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this. It's, yeah, no, I'm going to be giving him 
I miss Corey. We've started this Freo podcast with an absolute banger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you value player idiot. I'll tell you what, when he becomes an absolute jet, I'll tell you what will be going on. You know, did you pick up, and you might even just use the uh, the bullseye target as his emoji. You know, I reckon that might float around, you know, if he starts popping off. My, you want my mid, my underpriced guy? Yeah. I don't know if you're going to like this one, Corey. Try me. First name Caleb, last name Sarong. Ooh, okay, yeah. Because I'm changing this a little bit. I'm saying not only is he underpriced, but he's ready for a breakout, Corey. I reckon the tagging he's done in the past is going to stay in the past. And they're just going to say, look here, little mate, Caleb, we're, we're going to give you a chance. We're going to give you a chance just to really do all of the grunt work. You know, they got Brayshaw. It's just going to be Brayshaw's wrong show, I reckon. Five, piss off. Monday, piss off. Get rid of the codgers and let's see what uh, old mate Sarong now can do. Now, he didn't tag post-round 17 last year, Corey. What was his average from round 17 to the end of the year? You tell me. 99.5. Yeah. With a low score, with a low score of ninety three. Draft league, go get him. Um, I'm saying one hundred five for him. Mm -hmm. I'm saying one hundred five, and he's priced at eighty four. So there's a there's a lot of wiggle room there. Now the the difficult thing here is is if he averages one hundred five, which is which let's face it, that'd be a phenomenal year. Yeah, it still doesn't make him a top eight midfielder. You couldn't select him. Trade him at one stage, don't you? Yeah. One of those so under trade kind of guys, like the Canelios and that of old. Yeah. yeah. Under under price. I'll tell you now, because what's his price like? Four fifty. Four fifty. Four fifty one. If his if his price at like three eighty three ninety, I'd be buying him, no doubt. But it's it's just literally going to be sixty grand too much for me. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, mine kind of almost fits in the the double category, and I think it's Jordan Clark. Um, I think Jordan Clark's priced pretty well over there at Ge- I mean, Geelong at Fremantle. Since Did you think I was going to go there with Jordan Clark? With uh, how much I've spruced him over a period of time? Potentially, potentially. Yeah, I wasn't too sure. Um, it's just a, you know, I think Geelong, oh, fucking hell, I keep saying, I think Freo will use Jordan Clark in both a midfield and a halfback flank role. Um, I think they're kind of going to like, almost, you know who I reckon they're going to have played Jordan Clark like? Like Crispy at Collingwood. I think that's what we're yep. going to see from Jordan Clark this year. Um, I think he's. Going I reckon to... more wing, but not yeah. But, when you say midfield, yeah. do you mean more wing? Look, I think almost that triangle. You know the old basketball term. I think you have the, the little triangle going on, and I think you'll see a bit of rotation between back up and thing. And I think Jordan Clark's going to have a great year at Freo, um, but he's one that I think that we might get lucky enough, and he might sneak some DPP. Um, other than the main man, we're going to talk about when we get to that. But uh, I, yeah, I think Jordan Clark's priced very, very nicely. In saying that, I reckon I would have much preferred it if it was, you know, 20 or 30 grand less. If it was sitting at high 200s, I, I probably would have had a look at it. But at 340, it's uh, going to be a pass for me. But I, I do think Jordan Clark offers a little bit of value around there. You pre yeah. Um, Andy Brayshaw. He's a gun. Yeah. I love this kid, man. I love this kid. You know when he was a Bolton? He went at pick number two, didn't he? Yeah. Pretty sure he did. 107, and that just might be the start of, you know, the next five years of being 110 plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm expecting 115 this year from him. Yeah. yeah I, think... I mean, he can't butcher the footy. Yeah. Certainly can butcher the footy, but phew, he gets enough of it that that's not that much of a worry. I think he's going to be their number one. Oh, sorry, that's a lie, but I think he's going to be their number one scoring midfielder. I think he's, uh, he's definitely going to go... 
I think elite category this year, I think more people are going to give him some, some respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't my you primo, know what the shit though. thing is? Ah, oh, sorry. Keep going. Wasn't he? I was going to say, you know what the shit thing is? Yeah. He's always going to be living in Walsh's shadow, because Walsh was big one. Always hard. Uh, my primo, mate, is Big Sean Darcy, 6.42. Now, I mentioned the other day, yeah, I don't know if you had a little yeah. bit of a scoff, but uh, this nah. man is finishing the season as the second Ruckman, and look, the 6.42 price tag is a little bit scary, but it's injury. Injury is the worry when you're that big and that solid. Uh, as Sanderlands of old, Sean Darcy, but Sean Darcy can do a lot around the ground. He's not afraid to jump on the ball for a big brute. He's not afraid to get the ball. He does make a lot of his own ball. He's great overhead. Sean Darcy is about to be the ruckman of the future. You do know my worries with Maxi. You know, I love Maxi, but I think the Luke Jackson is just an absolute superstar as well. And I think the more that we see that, the more, and the, you know, maybe in a Melbourne podcast, we might get a DPP chance of uh, Big Maxi this year if he plays enough forward or back, or maybe he could be the first player to be a forward defender and ruckman. We will see. But uh, I think Sean Darcy is going to dominate this year. I think he's going to dominate the Rockets another year in the system. He was absolutely fantastic at the back end of last year. And when we get to our top five line, he will definitely be my ruck number two. Um, and I will, will not will not knock any team that is running Shaw Darcy this year. And a, a fun fact for you, Bonds, you're not going to like this. Breda's ruck combo at the moment is big Sean Darcy and Brody Grundy. I told you not to mention that name and he hasn't worked for this station for at least three years. <laughs> Yep, no, that's fair enough. It lasted a couple of pods, and that was it. You know, I just he's priced at one hundred and eighteen. Oh, I just can't justify. And he, I can't justify and he does a he does one hundred and twenty this year. Oh man, yeah, no, I'm not about it, man. It, my do not touch. I've got a lot of do not touches from this team, but um, it's a do not. Well, it should be a do not touch. It's a do not start for me anyway. Yeah, and that's fair enough. I'm not about to go all in on Sean Darcy. Yeah. His last game, the only game, the only bad game he had during the whole season was his last one. Yeah. Other than he that, 61. He, yeah, his last score was 74. And, and he's clearly got a ceiling, man, because he scored 193 uh, on the bag, and well, he scored 183 on the round, round 12 to 22, and I'm telling you, if round 23 was a ton... I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, let's get him. 112, 140, 90, 193, backing that up with a 183, 156, 94, 116, 120, 150. And then of course, the 61 at yeah. the end, which I don't know what was going on. It's just the hit out category there, too. Like, look at those numbers. There are so many hit outs. Like, so in the last eight games, you had four games of 150 plus. And two of them were 183 or more. And then have, like a, look, that is have a look at the disposal count, too. Other than that last game, not one game after round, what, 12, or round 12 being 13, but it was below 15 disposals. I just think the risk you take at 6.42, when you've spoken about the value in the rucks of Wits and that's And, and that's Bruce, the thing, you know, I think he's going to be number two. I think they're coming up in the next couple of days, those two teams. We'll probably speak about them more at length. The security of Grundy at 15k cheaper. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd obviously have to have balls out doing this, but for me, it's a wait and see if he's popping off, then I'll just pay the same price he's worth now. And yeah, with the, yeah. almost to guarantee that he's. And that's the funniest part is, you know, we, we're talking about, you know, I'm talking about my number one and two rucks who I think are going to be the clear cut best this year. I haven't got either of them because I, there's that much value in the, in the ruck department. 
Mm. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Food for thought. Yeah. Uh, you see, so here's your do not touch. Well, I've got about sixteen do not touches right. here, Corey. Yeah, I mean, give us another one then. Nah, uh, I'll don't touch Luke Ryan. Aww. Why? The amount of game, well, the amount of just games he misses. <laughs> I can trust him. Uh, you know, I love him so much. <laughs> he's this. He's the sort of bloke that. He'd probably pretend to get COVID so he could sit out a week he and rest his car. He literally just gives me heartache every year. I don't know why I do it to myself. I always, always end up with him. Remember last year? I picked him on the last day. Yeah. 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 Can, like, but let's put things into context. Like last year, what did he average? Like 99 in the season, something like that. Yeah. How many tons do you reckon he scored after the bye? Uh, after the bye, he was good, wasn't he? Two tons after okay, the bye, so bro. It was before, Try again. Was it before the boy he was good? Yeah, before the yeah. boy pretty much tunned up every that week. Right. I couldn't remember at what part of the season he pissed me off the most last year. It was yeah. Between so, him missing games and fucking doing nothing, he, yeah, he shut me up the wall. If he's going to miss games and if he's going to finish the season like that, and if they're going to, and this is what I think is going to happen, Jordan Clark comes into the team, a little more responsibility to, um, oh, who's that other left footer from the halfback flank? Uh, his name is... He's gone. I think it was the pick one, eight about two, three minutes that, back. Oh, he's gone, did you say? No, no. no. Pick eight, two, three Yeah, back. the one that looks like fucking... That looks Hayden like... Hayden Young, whatever his name he is. He looks like... Um, oh, yeah, Hayden Young. No, Hayden Young is like the, rock, key, the key defender. He's good. Hayden Young a key defender? Is he not a half-back uh, well, he, he can play a bit of both because he's really tall, but yeah. Yeah, actually... Yeah, the bloke that's... Anyway, the bloke has got a really good leg on him. Anyway, that's him. If more responsibility is going to be given to him, Jordan Clark, I reckon he just you know walks into that team. Griffin Lowe you know, will play some good footy as well. Who's going to take kick-ins and all this kind of stuff? Like Ryan, just just give it a miss, man. Who's the one Where, that looks like what, Ryan as well? Fucking always. It's, it's not Ethan Hughes. I don't know. No, there's one that looks like him all the time, and they're like their numbers are like two numbers apart. And, yeah, yeah not familiar. But yeah, no, I don't mind you. Do not touch of Ryan. Mm-hmm. Did you want to name the rest of your do not touches or? Well, my do not start is in that fight just because as a midfielder, that's not going to warrant, and, and that may lead us into a little bit of DPP action because um, Taverner needs some support. You know, Taverner's like thirty men. Yeah, he's old now. Couldn't believe that. He's been and, there for uh, ages. What do you mean you couldn't believe? He's been there for like ten years. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't believe it, Corey. How's it, how's it so hard? Just like you can't believe me not believing, I couldn't believe he's that old. Yeah, I just think dumb, but. Oh, just honestly, man. You just sometimes you just really fucking piss me off, mate. Just shut up. Um, uh, <laughs> what's his? Yeah, no, well, he's going to get forward status because Tabana and what's that nine foot bloke that came from fucking uh, GWS? Sean, lob? Sean Darcy. He's a fucking no, idiot. That lob wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, fucking trade me off. Fucking don't trade me. Oh, I'm on fucking a million dollars. Fuck off, you lanky dog. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Exactly. They're not going to be able to. Oh, fuck off. Um, now, do you want to know my other one? Mickey Walters? Because I reckon the longer preseason goes, we might get start getting questions about this guy. Is it Mickey Walters? Yeah, you actually got it right. Yeah. Well done. Oh, well, he was my do not touch. Oh, well, you talk about him then. Yeah, I'll, I just think that the people who are going to pick Michael Walters were people that have been playing Supercoach for about five to six years and just remember how good he was back then and... Get sucked in. This bike's not going anywhere out of a forward pocket this year. Yeah. He's too injury prone. Like, and he's not going to... 
I'm not sure he's got the midfield time no that he did when he was able to average 100 plus. Mate, have a look at the kids that they're putting through that gut, the guts now. Yeah, he's not going anywhere near there. You know, this was your triangle. This is where the triangle debuted. It debuted with Fremantle. You're like, oh, fucking Walters and Fife and Money. Are you talking about the triangle? Yeah, they had the and best triangle ever. Those all three. of a sudden, you became a real football analysis midfield coach. <laughs> and and, uh, and here you are, can't even get a game of the local league. Oh, look, but, look, look know, to put it into context, more. more teams, you know, the, the, the triangle was uh, the Chicago Bulls, uh, a, a big <laughs> fucking thing during the 90s. More teams should implement the triangle, I reckon. Just every every oh second centre bounce, just fucking just they just know where they're going. Just rotate one. You, you triangle each wing, Tanya. It's it's revolutionary. I might I'll go down. I might go down and coach under tens this year. Just well, no, just triangle. go down and coach an AFL club, Corey. Yeah. Callum will probably have a position at the end of the year. Yeah, Vossi will fuck it up somehow. But yeah, Mike <laughs> Walters. There's just if there's anyone remotely looking at Walters, just take me out of your team and start again. Actually, we haven't heard about you know Jeddahs in a while, Corey. You know, I'll make uh, Pete Jeds on uh, on Twitter that I'm currently blocked for, but I've got 19 fake accounts to keep track of him. Jeds, if you're out there, because I know people be they really you know follow your uh, your content. Do you mind just tweeting at Michael Voss with a triangle for me? I just want to get the Blues just some inspiration for the rest of the year. Thanks, mate. Very very good. Your DPP change, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit. Yeah, not five man like. Um, I think that's how we started this conversation. We ended up on Do Not Touches. Um, uh, fucking five, because he has to play forward. Yeah. And the, the midfield responsibility has to shift. And I, and I think in order for that to happen, I think Fife is more flexible in terms of where else he could play as opposed to David oh, Mundy. He's elite at up forward. Like, he's an elite midfielder. He's elite overhead mark. He just can't get yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, he's an elite uh, set shot. Look, he's, for someone who's such a good field kick as well, he's so shit going forward. Like, so shit at I'll tell you, Nick, you know what I don't like about him? He's new dude. I, I don't like the, the look he's rocking. He just, he's a little too Brunswick and North <laughs> for me, this bloke, I reckon. He's just, uh, just, just the, you know what? The beach boy over in Freo. Just stick to the shirt off with the brown low around your neck, mate, and, uh, and you'll pull like you want to believe. I don't think he's got that worry anyway. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I mean, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Um, yeah, I can't wait till we get Fife as a forward. Like, you just know it's yeah. happening. Bar it, like, you, you, you know the only thing that could stop a DPP change for that Fife is injury. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you're not wrong about that, to be honest. Um, and I think the reason he's not my primo, because he's 546, like, he's underpriced. Like, he is value. Oh, I don't think he's underpriced, man. I don't think he's value at all. Well, I think he'll What's be a, all right. I, I think he'll go one What do you average last year? I don't know. No idea. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Oh, 100.4. Well, there you go. Yeah, maybe probably he's underpriced. Probably I was expecting that to be like 106 or 107 yeah. average. So, oh, look, I think he'll go between the 1.5 to 110 again. I, I think it's not 5. He'll get back into it. He'll, he'll be all right. I just, he's old, man. He is old. He is old. But he's body has been cooked for a long time. Yeah. Do you know that the number one worry I've got, though, is the injury. What's that? Like, and as we say, it's every single... Like, you know... You know what's going to happen. He's going to come out. He's going to probably average 125 over the first four weeks. You know, like one of those 150s, you know, 110s. Everyone's like, oh, fuck, now i got to get five. He's so cheap. We go get him, and then he gets injured. It seems to happen every single year. He turns 31 this year. I mean, 
He's a no from me. I'm going to put him down as a, I'm writing this down here, Corey, in the catalogue. 97.4 average. Okay. Oh, I think it's comfortably over 100. I think it's, it's going to be enough to be a top six forward. Yeah. I can't wait till we get him as a forward, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be handy. Um, your outlandish statement. Oh, do you have any other DPP changes? Um, no. No, I don't know. No, uh, Jordan Clark, I reckon, might get defended. Well, Jordan Clark, get, is he actually not listed as a defender? No, he's a mid only. He's a moral. If he was a defender, I probably would have had him on my team, to be honest. Yeah, no, he's a moral to get defender status then. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's not too much. Yeah, not too much else. Uh, your outlandish statement? Um, what's his name? Uh, Harley, uh, Harley Bunnell. To make a comeback for the Freo Footy Club. Wow, is he even on their list? <laughs> no. Oh, there you I go. Just feel like Fuck, it, that is as outlandish as you can get. Yeah, I like it. I, I just feel, I just feel like there's, there, you know, there's just genuinely every year just seem to be, you know, we needed to fit Harley Benelli in some way. I would have thought. You know what? That's that's what the outlandish statement was originally created for. Something like this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, mid-season. Uh, draft pick, Harley Bunnell, redrafted, Fremantle Dockers, uh, 102k rookie. We picked him up, made 400 grand. Done. Yeah. Um, Top six board. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Will, like I said, Will Brady to get us to over 500k. I think uh, oh, he's going to come good. in and just, yeah, fucking pop off over it for an hour. We're going to be very, very much rewarded. He's going to be almost the uh, impy and whatever the other evil of last year for our forward line. So. Get on board. Aaron Hall and Joe Dunner. Yeah. I, I reckon he's going to be a Paddy Dow. Like, yeah. <laughs> How good. Well, Paddy Dow. Back say, end of the season, Paddy Dow, and old mate Trav still had him. Corey, I was not happy that we finished the Calm podcast last week without speaking about Paddy Dow's second half of the year. It's fucking pretty good. But when we go through our top eight mids and stuff later in the preseason, I might just mention <laughs> Very good. Uh, in and around that. Very good. Anything else, that mate? No, thank you. Beautiful. All right, Alanis, on behalf of Bob's, myself, and the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elite, thank you for listening.